Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Just bring it in, man. I am. I was waiting for you to be done singing. You can have this part of it. Do, 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 do. Welcome back, football fans, to a All-State Special Edition episode of the Game Time CT High School Football Podcast. And as always, I am joined by Sean Patrick Bowley. How are rolling, you, Rolling, rolling, rolling. What's up? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. Um, if you have been living under a rock, the uh, game time, uh, the New Haven Register, eighty yeah. seventh. Let's get it right. All state football team was released last week uh, in between Christmas and the New Year, Whoop. and uh, we decided this year that we were going to pull back the curtain a little bit and uh, kind of talk about the process of how the team was selected, why we selected kids, kind of how we did it, because. Every year there always seems to be questions of why'd you pick this? Why'd you do this? Why didn't you guys do this? You guys are idiots. You guys suck. Um, so Sean and I just Sean and I were talking and we're like, you know, let's just we got the we have this stuff. We have the ability to get on yep. here and just talk. Yep. So we're gonna come and just yep, yep, talk yep. about the all state teams because one, it's football and two, we just like hearing ourselves speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. So, well, we're taking it back there. Exactly. Sort of. Yeah. Well, we want to, we want we want to show a little transparency right, as well. We think right, that that's important, right. and you know, with the Register All State team being one of the big three that come out at the end yep. of the year, along with the coaches, uh, Walter Camp, and even you know, you can even consider the USA Today, which I guess. A, uh, consider they include prep school kids in there is, as well, which differentiates that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, again, I'd like to know who, who picks that, who picks that. Um, they don't yeah. say, yeah, I, I'm like, cause that's what, you know, what do they do? Because, you know, USA Today is down in where, like Virginia or DC or wherever the heck it is. I think a lot of it, if you look at the selections for that team, I think a lot of it is based on where they're going to college. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a big. Which part is, of it. which is, look, it, it, that is an important part, but that's not the end all be all because you have to play the game. Right. You, you don't, you don't want to be the, 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 the rivals. No. Yeah. You don't want to be the, the, the all state team that just picks all the guys who are just going to D one. You know. I've seen some guys over the years who were just, you know, they were they were good, but there were guys who played, there were guys who weren't going D1 at the, the level who played just so much better. Yeah, I mean, but that's, that's 
look, when you get recruited, it's because of the player you are and the player that they right. think that you're going to be. Right. You don't want to, but the, the, it backfires on it. You don't want to be the guy. Like, there was a guy, I guess. Oh, man. Uh, I, I should get this right because um, it's the, like, the one knock on, well, the one big major knock on the All-State team. I mean, sure, there's plenty. I, I bet there have been arguments going back to the, when this team started in 1932, which is which makes it one of the oldest high school um, all state teams in the country. I think I think Iowa is the is the oldest. Hmm. I don't know what the exact thing is, um, but when you go back to like you know 1932, I'm sure they were like, what the heck? Why is that guy? At, why is that guy at end? <laughs> why is <laughs> yeah. that guy at back? Yeah, we were going through it, and as someone who's uh, a little younger like myself, I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, where are the quarterbacks? And uh, there were no quarterbacks until the 1972 team. That's inc- that's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. That list, by the way, is on GameTimeCT.com. Yeah. So go check it out. If you want to see every single first-team All-State New Haven register, eight, 87 years worth, we have it up. We have it up on the front page of GameTimeCT.com. Yeah. Check it out. It's really cool just to look back and kind of reminisce. You just, just look at names and just think about what went into those names being selected and, and what they had to go through. I mean, they're just names on a on a screen here. Yeah. And you just go back and, like, there are guys here. There, Most people living are probably, like, I mean, 32. That's uh, just who saw any of these guys? Probably. I mean, I mean, there are people who show. are alive, obviously. Yes, but not, they're not listening to this show. <laughs> no, well, maybe they are. Who, I mean, who knows? I mean, you'd have to be what? Let's say you're te- you were born in 1922. I mean, who? If you okay, never if you, mind. If you saw the guys on the 1932 <laughs> team play, uh, let no, us know. No. You can come in office. No, never and mind. we'll talk about it. Well, never that'll mind. be fun. No, Look, no, I'm no. sure there are some guys out there. If All you right. were if you were 10 years old in 1932, that means you are 98. <laughs> And you are you have an open door invite to the New Haven Register to talk a nineteen yeah. high school football, but we're here to talk about the two thousand and eighteen oh right football team the eighty seventh edition Oof. of the New Haven Register All State team and I'll, I'll be honest with you this was the first time that I've ever had a you know a chance yeah. to, to participate in selecting this welcome team. thank you. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, it was pretty cool to sit there and kind of just go through all this stuff and be a part of the process and really look around the state and see what just, I mean, how much talent we have across the state when we're sitting there and we're like, you know, these kids are, you know, can't miss or this. It was just, it was a really fun, stressful, a lot of of two-hour phone calls with Sean trying to figure out who's on what team. Here's what I wanted to say. Because I kind of got sidetracked, but uh, the the famous snub is 1979 senior quarterback Tom Heffernan over Greenwich quarterback Steve Young. <laughs> Steve Young from Connecticut? No way! I haven't heard that. Yeah, that's the that is the all time greatest snub um, on the New Haven Register. I think followed by Steve Young's eventual. Uh, teammate in San Francisco, Bill Romanowski from Rockville, <laughs> who I understand the way I've t- told me maybe we can have Jim on, um, but Jim Fuller, who actually has run run this uh, All State team, I think Jim Fuller, um, I think he was at a game or he wanted to go down to talk to Romanowski for a story, and I think Romanowski like just gave him a lot of you know 
you guys didn't make me first team all state. How dare you? You know, basically, I don't really know what the start is, but he was really mad about it. I think Jim said, you know, maybe wow. Jim, Jim would have to tell the full story. But, That's awesome. But uh, Bill Romanowski, you know, who's <laughs> multiple Super Bowl champion linebacker. Yeah, uh, I don't know something. Maybe something against uh, San Francisco we have here. I don't know, but <laughs> but Hefferman you know, was good for Seymour. Um, but and uh, but Steve Steve Young on on that list is like the the black mark somehow. <laughs> I think Heffernan got it. Uh, no, Sandy Oshesky got it in 1978. So Heffernan followed up his his season. And but Steve Young not here. Sad. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, so look, that's I think the, the most important thing is uh, it's not perfect. Yeah. Uh, look, maybe Steve Young just I don't know. I wasn't around. 19, I was around in 1979, but I. Maybe Steve Young, popular belief. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you know, I don't think Greenwich won that year. I don't, I don't know, but the, I don't. I do not know who picked the team. Well, I'd love to know this stuff. Who picked the be, team in 1979? Probably Morelli. <laughs> <laughs> Even Morelli's not that old. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to think of who was running the show back then. Um, I mean, like Bob Barton, probably that'd be great. Get Bob in here. Maybe, yeah. That's what we should have done. Well, we will definitely try and get Bob in here at one point, maybe in the offseason. We want to do a couple of different special episodes, but yeah, we don't yeah, want to yeah, tease yeah, them yeah, just in case yeah, they don't happen. Anyway, so yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not an easy thing to do this. Yes, it's not. But you pointed to this out to me last weekend, and I think it's a really good starting off point was that Steve Young wasn't named as Greenwich quarterback, but for the first time yeah. in history of the New Haven Register All-State team, the quarterback of this team is from Greenwich. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know, the the first-team quarterback is Gavin Muir. The senior was an absolute stud this year, uh, led Greenwich to the state title through, what was it, 31 touchdowns, just six picks, 2,500 yards, and a state championship. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty slam-dunk pick. I think we mentioned it, like, midseason, right after the New Canning game. I think that was when you kind of were like, okay. Well, Summers was the incumbent from St. Joseph. And Dave Summers had a great mm-hmm. season. Dave Summers is up for play- was he up for Player of the Year in, uh, in the coaches? I think uh, he is. I believe he is. Yes. Which is that banquet's coming up in a few weeks? Walter Camp's having its banquet in a few weeks, where they're going to unveil their um, <clears throat> coach of the year and player of the year. But I think I actually don't think it's listed. <laughs> oh, really? He <laughs> might have been. He might be up for Player of the Year. I'm pretty sure. Um, it should be. And um, as we go down the list of the first-team offense, uh, we went with three running backs. Uh, oh, yeah. This is how you – yeah, start out how you do it. You, you yeah, do I'm it. going through the list. Right, here it is. I mean, But it's 26 players. Yeah, we did 13 on offense, 13 on 13, defense. 13, 13. And a coach of the year and a player of the year. Right. We'll just we'll, – so we, go, we started with Gavin. He was the quarterback. Uh, we went three running backs. Right, because there's a flex position. Yes. But we went with three running backs. Shows uh, Kaijan Butler from Bloomfield, rushed for over 2,000 yards, led his team to a state title. If you didn't watch that kid play, absolute stud. Uh, Sean Robinson from New Britain was the second running back, and Dan Mason from Newtown was the third running back. Now, Butler, Mason, all honors all over the place. Coaches all state, uh, Walter Camp nominations. Um, I believe both of them made one uh, some part of the USA uh, Today team. Um, all three did make the Super 26 for the coaches. Mm-hmm. But I will say this about Sean Robinson. I want to talk about a guy that just people just uh, weren't talking about. I mean, he rushed for 1,500 yards, 21 touchdowns, rushed for 100 yards every game. And 
was just one of the best run, uh, running backs in the state this season. Sean Robinson not making it to Walter Camp was silly. Sean Robinson's the first team running back. Yeah, easily. I mean, he was the first one. I mean, the three running backs were kind of easy to pick. Where you to, just kind of to us at it, it was, yeah. You kind of looked at it, and you look like Butler, again, 2,300 yards, state championship, 23 touchdowns, great linebacker, too. And then Robinson, easy. Mason, 30-plus touchdowns. Uh, you know, Newtown goes to the semifinals in double L. Uh, and even John Marinelli said it himself. I mean, his kids were almost some of the most dangerous kids, you know, uh, him and Taiji up. Uh, you know, some of those dangerous kids they face. Like, you know, look, he was great. He, he was, was awesome. If he you was great. Never he, saw Sean Robinson play, then you missed out because. Right, you know. he was a re, he was the Sean Robinson's play. I think for the most part, I mean, you want to throw Taiji in there. Sean Robinson's play is a big reason, is a huge reason why they went nine and one in the regular season. Yeah, that's and, it. Look, and they, they were five and five every other year up to they, that. It was his senior year, and and he they, was going to show out. They and that was could have. They could have beat. They should have beaten Southington. Um, they were leading all game, and they kind of went away from the run. And because Robinson, I want to say, and Ned Ned Griffin was doing the stats of that game. I'm pretty sure Robinson had like a buck sixty in the first half against Southington. Yeah. And they kind of went away from the run. Southington got back in the game, made some great plays offensively, and uh, it was that amazing. was really it. But Robinson was awesome that day. And then they came out next week or two weeks later and absolutely beat up East Hartford. I mean, just absolutely destroyed East Hartford, mm. who a lot of people had in their top ten for most of the season. Just absolutely destroyed them. Yeah. Um, and he played well in the in the Greenwich game. I mean, he'd be yeah. better against Greenwich. Yeah. Than, uh, he had a rough game against Greenwich. Yeah, but I'm just saying he, <laughs> he scored a he scored he, a touchdown. He fared better than a lot of other. He, he fared better than Dan Mason did next week. That is next true. Week. That is very true. I think you know people might look at that and be like, "Whoa, what did he do against Greenwich?" When the lights were on, the first playoff, blah blah blah. And you're like, well, what did Dan Mason do against yeah. Granite? Nobody did it. Nobody some point, did anything. At some point, you know, you have to kind of throw away a few performances. Maybe the team they played was that good. Yeah. You know, and in Granite's case, I think you can say without a doubt, it, they were that good. They were that good. They were. If Dan coach, Mason couldn't, I mean, what's that? As one coach put it, it was the best defense he had seen in 25 years. Yeah. That Granite defense. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, uh-huh. Was it? I don't remember who said that. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say who said it, but. <laughs> Going over to uh, the other part of our offense, our wide receivers. Because um, right. with the three running backs, we went with two wide receivers. And the first kid was easy to pick. I mean, Quentin O'Connell. Just absolutely putting up fantasy football-type numbers. 91 catches, uh, 1,100 yards, 14 touchdowns. I mean, he was a do-it-all kind He's of the only guy who scored twice against Greenwich in a meaningful varsity play. You know, in, in a meaningful moment. Yeah. He scored back-to-back touchdowns um, against Greenwich. Uh, it's just clearly a great player. So, and they took him away, obviously, in the in the second yeah. game. But he was a dude, everything for New Canyon. Like when they couldn't get the run game going, Quentin O'Connell was in the backfield taking. He cared, like yeah, he was the, he was their offense basically yeah. the start of the season. He really was. And you know, you watch New Canyon play; they they ran a lot of checkdowns, a lot of screens, get the ball in the hands of their playmakers yeah, early, and they, have them make plays. And Quentin did that. I mean, look, catching ninety one balls in in high school is that's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. And, uh, you catch 91 passes, it's a good chance you're going to make first team all state. I mean, yeah. give or, I, I actually, actually, I'll let me dial that back a bit. Yeah. That's not true because I think there's a couple of like foreign kids who had like, I forget who it was, yeah. but they what? had like, you know, but they were, they were on the team. It just, they didn't make friends. I think you're, it's a good chance you're making all state. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, it, it's really tough for first team. But yeah, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. No. So Quentin just an absolute 
stud this season, great athlete, going to North Carolina to play lacrosse. I don't yeah. think anyone is surprised. His, and his brother, he joins his brother, who Who's, was All-State two years ago. Yes. Ryan O'Connell, who was All-State at defensive back, I want to say. I believe that is true. Just a very athletic family. Yeah, obviously. Um, I think it was two – actually, no, it was 2016. Yeah, two years ago. He made it as a defensive back. There it is. So there keeping is. it in the family. Two-time O'Connell family. All staters. Mm-hmm. The other wide receiver was. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take full credit for this pick, but I feel like this guy kind of got forgotten by Wait, a lot of people. Before you say something about your boy here, uh, Quinn O'Connell broke some serious records. Third all time in catches. Yeah, um, serious. He's been playing since. He, I mean, he didn't. He's basically a three-year starter on varsity. He was four. Actually, he's a four-year starter, but he didn't really start getting involved in the offense until his sophomore year. But but you you put numbers over t- Pete Demerley, you know the the legend Pete Demerley, New Cannon went to Notre Dame. Um, I, uh, you're in some rare company there. Yep. So that's a, that was that's an easy decision there for for him. So you were getting to your boy. Oh, uh, this is just you know look I I, I don't I don't know who. I mean, I do know who who's on the most of the committees who vote for the all state teams, and I'm not not calling them out or doing anything <laughs> like that. But you know, it just it doesn't feel like there's a lot of love for the CCC. Uh, and and the I, fact get that, the fact I get that it. I get it. Jaquan Allen wasn't a Super Twenty Six or whatever. Was look, he, the kid was. Quinn O'Connell had the numbers. You mm. know, we're not going to argue that the offense was kind of centered around that. You're looking straight up wide receiver. Jaquan Allen might have been the best wide receiver in the state this year. Yeah, uh, I, you give yourself some credit for that. You're the one who said – I didn't see East Hartford. I did not see Raekwon Tompkins, and I did not see I, Jaquan Allen. I saw you Jaquan had Allen your, like four times in the last two years. Right. You saw them, again, when they upset Southington, he had the touchdown yeah, catch, which which was a ridiculous play. Um, he was great in the Southington game. He was great. Um, he's just he was great all year. Thirteen hundred, close he, to fourteen hundred. I think he yards. flew underneath the radar, and a big reason why I think he flew underneath the radar is because East Harvard didn't go to the playoffs. And Raquan Tompkins, his quarterback, who you will probably see later on this team, put up some pinball. Put up, he put up some ridiculous numbers. Pinball and, machine. And numbers, I spoke. Yeah. To, I actually spoke to Coach Milton the other day. Oh yeah. And we were going over, and he was just saying how Raquan he was seeing double, triple teams all season, which made Raquan's job a little easier yeah. to either have some more open receivers or be able to tuck the ball and run. Which he was really good at, and that kind of. But Jaquan's still right. An so, absurd year. Some of the selections here is basically like there are a few selections here where it, they basically they didn't. Everyone looks at. Don't you guys look at the numbers? But 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 yeah, you do. You kind of consider the numbers. Yeah, the numbers are a part. The of numbers it. are a part of it. I don't. Well, necess- I don't necessarily trust all the numbers. No, you can't trust. You, all you the have numbers. to use them as a guide. Because you don't know, I the the co- these are all self-reported, and I know out there there are some coaches who cook the books. <laughs> I know that for a fact. I mean, it was obvious. I was at their games, and we then all, they had like so and so had he only threw four interceptions when he actually threw seven. I mean, yeah. that's just come on. Yeah. So like, don't think I don't know. You know, especially in a high profile. Like, if you want to tell me like your 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 lineman had like a hundred pancakes. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay. I, there's no way I can think. Pancakes are hard. I, <laughs> like, one kid said he had 100 pancakes. I'm like, I'm not going to put that in your bio. You know what? I'm about that. <laughs> um, anyway, so but I thought I thought uh, I didn't see him live, but then I saw the film. Pete's like, you got to watch this. 
and the kid was just ridiculous. He was, I was absolutely and I, bet, and I went with. I said, "Well, Pete, you saw him. You're your selection member here." So, <laughs> so um, once we looked at everything, I liked. You know, on the second team, we we put uh, Will Diamantis and and Finn Duran. God, you're just you're just spoiling everything. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're talking about the receivers. I know. Right. So the guys who were came in second were Will Diamantis and Finn Duran, and then even Nick Wright from Cromwell Portland. Those were the guys. Uh, but when you looked at it, the top two receivers in the state were Jaquan Allen and Quentin O'Connell, I thought. I agree, um, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, no, props to you. I mean, I was, you know, then, uh, I don't know who we're going to make for that second guy. There's so, there's so many There were so many guys. We looked at a lot of guys, um, and a lot of guys we were able to kind of put in some other positions as well. Uh, oh, right. That is true. That um, is that's a big part. That's that the thing. Is these time. are these are little things that you don't ever really talk about. Oh. Is a, a big part of this is there are a couple guys who like are tied in our mind or you can't leave this kid off. Yeah. You need him on the first team and it sometimes it can really mess with it. And then it makes like these like these bastardized uh, first teams where you have all these guys in positions that they didn't even play. And then you look back at old New Haven registered teams, you see like the quarterback that like a, like a second quarterback or a third quarterback, they'll be thrown in at punter if they punted. So like one of the famous ones is like DJ Stefkovich from Staples. We put him on, they put him on here. And, you know, I wasn't on at the time, but in 2006, they're like, or 2005, well, he was a, he led him to the state championship. He was a really good quarterback. He's a first team guy. So they put him. They put him on as a punter. I remember even a couple of years ago, uh, we, you guys had Ryan Fitton as punter on the team for Staples, and he was just a really good tight end. Yeah, I. What I year mean, was had that? A, uh, that had um, like 14, 15, 13, 14. It was just one of those things where like I cannot find a place to fit this guy on. Yeah. You do a lot of juggling though. Yeah. To get the best guys on. And sometimes it ends up, you know, screwing you somewhere else. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, yeah. yeah we're trying to get the best players on this. So, team. like, if you're a punter here and you're like, well, I really didn't, wasn't a great punter. You punted, didn't, didn't you? Yeah, technically. Right. There's, we still want you on the team. We want, we thought over, that's the thing with high school. This isn't NFL. This yeah. isn't, you know, Walter Camp College where you play one position. Yep. This is high school where you, you play multiple positions most often. Yep. You know, you don't see, you see guys play multiple positions. So that's why you can make in on high school teams it isn't a pure all state. You know what I mean? It's not yep. like you try and fit guys on if they even if they didn't do great at this at punting, if you can get them on the team as a punter, I think then yes, then you, you then you then you say, "Listen, kid, if they yeah. go, why was I a punter? They can, you go, listen, kid, you're first team All-State. Yeah. We want me to bump you down?" No, 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 no. Well, okay, exactly. Well, that you know, keeping that in mind is as we go to the offensive line. Which is the toughest. Which is the toughest. So and hard. And you see some wild opinions on, on, yes, on this. But our five offensive linemen, we'll just go through quick. Jack Stewart of New Canaan going to University of Michigan. Uh, Jack Flanagan, part of that hand, great hand offense and defense. And Stewart also played defense. Uh, Nigel Schmielke from mm-hmm. Middletown. Schmielke. Um, yeah. Best, best. You know, you asked, we asked one coach about him, and he was just like, he's the truth. Yeah, he's so the truth. That's it. No. But a I lot of these that. guys were also good defensive Yes, linemen. that's what I was saying, because you were talking about the guys playing two to, you know, doing multiple things, and that really comes into play with the offensive line. Uh, you talk about a guy like Smelke, uh, Smelke from so Middletown. He was ridiculous on the defensive line as Unbelievable. well. Unbelievable. Coach said when he was in the game, we weren't moving the ball against him. Uh, then we got Rob. Mahali. Mahali from St. Joe's. Pancake machine. 
Yeah. You look at his highlights, there's an absolute pancake machine grabbing. I thought he got, I thought he was a little underrated. Yes. He didn't make first team in any of these teams. Nope. And maybe, so, oh. I mean, he's a little thin. Yeah. Um, you know, he's not like, you know, he's not bulky, but he's he's big. Yeah. And he's obviously their best lineman. I mean, you know, uh, an offensive lineman. And someone had to block for these guys. Yeah. And uh, the final offensive lineman with Dange catching over from Windsor. Who was great, who just was both great. sides. Both sides of the ball. Defensively was, you know, again, I don't know. Well, well let's, let's, our defensive line is pretty dope. So Right. So, you, you, no, what I'm saying is, like, he was another guy who got on oh, because yeah. he was also a good defensive yeah, line. Yeah, I mean, most of these guys were, were good both sides of the ball, like right. you said like, before. Yeah, I think the only guy who did not play both ways was Mahali. I think that he's the yeah. only guy. And uh, he might have. I don't can know. do that. Right. Um, St. Joe's had that option. And then our final two spots on the offense, we our athlete went to Phoenix Billings. Yeah. I mean, this look, was, there are coaches who say he's a top three player in the state. In I don't, the I don't state. think you can argue that. I, One of the top three players in the state. The kid's are an absolute freak athlete. This is a Division One baseball commit right. who, who ran this offense to perfection. Yeah. He 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 was the quarterback. Uh, he was the point guard quarterback. <laughs> you know, he was the quarterback. But he's not – he wasn't like a – you know, Gavin Muir was the throwing quarterback, you know, the overall quarterback. Yeah. Um, and then that's that, so in that, so there are some purists out there who say, like, well, I don't like how you guys stack the team with other quarterbacks. And I'm like, well, it's high school. Yeah. And there are different types of quarterbacks. Uh, I think Phoenix Billings is, is kind of in the same mold as a Jake Roberts from Shelton. Yes. You know, Jake, Jake Roberts of Shelton, who made um, honorable mention for us. He was, it's hard to get a quarterback on this team. It really is really hard um, because we want to be as strict as possible. There's only one. There's only one spot, yep. so it's only three quarterbacks, and it's actually in high school. It's the most dynamic position. It's the most important position. Yeah, it's you look at the. Team, it's the most important position in football. Period. Yeah, but you look at all the teams that went to the finals this year across the state. All eight finalists yeah. had really good quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, right. It's a, it's a, it, already the point is already you go onto this team and you're like, well. It, it's the most important position, but it has the least amount of positions. Yep. So you have to figure out a way. It's only three. or f- Yeah, it's only because th- we did. Only three. We did three all first team, second team, third team. And then the honorable mention team is 26 players, just like the first three. But it doesn't matter what their position is. Yeah, it's like the reverse of the coaches team. Yeah, 26 best players, you know, kind of best of the Right. So, uh, so you looked at it. So I had coaches saying, like, look, that you, you got to – yeah, Phoenix had to be on this team in one I way he was, or the other. Did he have to be first team? Yes, I thought yes. he had to be first. I thought he was one of the top three. So you're looking at top three players. Uh, we had to find a spot for him now. That they be, scored, their offense scored 79 touchdowns. Yeah, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and he's, Look, not, he's he a could, freak. And he could, be the, he could be the quarterback next year. Again, this is a kid who's getting better and better every year from his sophomore year to his junior year. That's right, he's a he junior. He took a huge stride. He's going to take huge strides next year. He's a Division One baseball player. Yeah. The kid's an athlete. Like he can, be, there's a good shot. He probably could be the quarterback next year, depending yeah. on how next year goes. Yeah. We'll but see. he had 34 total touchdowns this year. Won a he state championship. Did it, all. did it all. Ran that read option to a T at hand yeah. when uh, when called upon. He was like a tight end playing, you know, quarterback. I mean, he was he's a big boy. He can throw. He can run. I mean, that was his, his versatility really. If he was just the hand quarterback and he just sat back and threw the ball, he wouldn't be on this. You know, but he can run. He can. He's just a leader of the team. Yeah. And he needs to be on it because and of that. And he's one of the best overall players in the state. And Right. It ran know. right. The offense ran right through him. He was the point guard. I yep. mean, you know, use all those analogies you want. I mean, he, 
he was the focal point of that offense. Mm-hmm. It was on a record-setting offense. It was pretty easy to pick him. So. Yes, and then at kicker, the final spot on the offense kicker was Evan Damien mm. from East Haven. Who got, like, again, not a lot of love from the other all-state teams, all, you know, which blows my mind. <laughs> now, here's where I refuse to bend, and I think you agree. You have you got to pick, pick me a real kicker. Who was the f- all-state kicker? Yeah. All right. That It was Hoff this year. There was not like a slam dunk pick. Nope. But when you really looked at it, this is a four-year player who he made the most. I think he's tied the most. I think he tied with the most field goals in the state this year, seven. And East Haven did not score a lot. No, they did not. And a big part of them were late games where he had they needed Evan to make a kick, and yep. he did most times. And, and uh, Ethan was the first East Haven player to be on the first team All-State since yeah. 2000, which was pointed out by his family member on Twitter was also the year that he was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Damien was good. I mean, he was a good kicker. You uh, you had some pretty good highlights of him punting as well. He, uh, he, he, yeah. So you basically have two. I mean, you could argue maybe you guys should just have one kicker who's punter and kicker. But there are some guys that, like you said, there are some quarterbacks who punt. Yeah. Or their team's punters, they don't kick, you know, like it's and high they're school both, guys do multiple things. Right. Usually the place kicker is also the so basically what we're doing is we're Damien was we could have made him a first team punter. Yeah. Um we ended up picking someone else, but uh he was just you know, he's just an all around all around great kicker. And sometimes you have that guy who's yep. just a kicker. So you wanna you know, you wanna keep the two kicking spots. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think look, there are kids who kick in the league. The way that kicking has progressed. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. could only imagine from 18 years ago to now, 20 years ago to now, yeah, with all these kicking camps yeah. and these kicking schools, and these kids are legitimately going to be kickers and going to school to be kickers. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it exists anymore. Where it's like maybe at some schools there are some schools that just don't have kickers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we've talked about them on these airways that they'll just like pick a kid and they just won't kick an extra point the entire year. Yeah. So, yeah. but there are so many kids who are now are just kickers. I mean, I think Evan played a little wide receiver. Uh, he as did well as well, and that, that's year. a big part of it. Um, I, I love the, you know, football, I, I think high school, for, for the most part, I mean, it's getting less and less. But uh, you, you really want to have those guys who are both sides. That's a first-team player. First-team player is a guy that you cannot leave off the field for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, like, you're not all, all the time, but. Yeah, but yeah, he played receiver. He punted. He kicked. He was seven of nine uh, field goals, longest from thirty nine. He's definitely can kick longer than that. Um, East Haven needed him. East Haven needed him. They're seven and three, and I, I think if you take him off the team, they were probably four and whatever. Yeah, they really, they really needed a, a guy like him, and that was why he was just so obvious. Plus, he's four year starter. Yep. You know, and he had been kind of like, I'm like, this is there's no way this kid's got to be on it. <laughs> Well, that is the 87th New Haven Register offense. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, then we're going to come back with the first-team defense. Don't miss a pass, pitch, or putt this season. Sign up for the Whistle newsletter and get the latest news and stories sent straight to your inbox from GameTimeCT.com. Welcome back, and uh, I think the strongest point, the strongest part of this team and, Sean, please correct me if I'm wrong, mm. but I think it's the defensive line. I mean, this is an absolutely stud, stud defensive line. 
Well, when you consider all the guys on the offensive line who are also play defensive line, yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Leading off, and I wanted to save him when we got to the defense to talk about him, but he also was the player of the year, and that was Mosey PC from Greenwich. Yeah. I, I was sh- – let me start off by saying yes. this. He was clearly the best player in the state this year. Yes. I mean, to me and you, mm-hmm. he's our player of the year. I don't know how he's not he's not getting more of these. Now, last year I went with an unconventional choice. Everyone went with everyone went with uh, Lockwood um, from Killingly, and uh, I went with uh, Kyle Godfrey from West Haven, which was unconventional. A lot of people scratched their heads at that, and the reason being was that I think West Haven needed Godfrey more than Killingly needed Lock- Lockwood. That's basically what that came down to. Um, Lockwood played great, and I, you know, maybe in hindsight I should have made it him all, all the player of the year, but um, you know, but he, uh, but Kyle was just when he wasn't there, West Haven was not going to playoffs, and then so anyway, long story short, so <laughs> Mosey BC, he changed. He's like one of those singular players who just basically change your whole game plan. Yeah, because you're like we somehow have got the figure, and you have to find forty two. And then and figure out what to do with them. And if you can't find them, then you're in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I think the only team that that tried to that you, you, the, no, there was just no way there was just no way they could block this kid. He was just a kid that had. I mean, it's the old cliche: the motor he has, the motor doesn't quit. He just keeps coming at you and coming at you and coming at you. The play's over. He's still coming. You know, he's just all over the field. The thing that really sealed it for me was when I was going back and looking at the first New Canaan Greenwich film. And I'm looking at the, the, the New Canaan had a bunch of like special teams turnovers. Mm-hmm. Guess who caused the f- turnovers on special teams? What was BC? Yeah, he had a couple of block kicks too. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> I think he had a block punt, something like that for a touchdown. I think he it was against Norwalk. Four fumbles, caused five. Block, blocked block, punt, punt yeah. return for a touchdown. Blocked another punt. He led a defense that had six shutouts and set a school record of 56, yeah. 57 seconds. And he made the other guys better. He made the whole team better. Yeah. He made the, the he made Jack Fita better. He made Emilia Camus and uh, Eddie Ayuteri better. Um, he made, he opened the game up for those yeah. guys. That it, wa- that was just so obvious, uh, uh, I think. And he's not uh, up. F- this is it. He's not getting another player of the year. We're it. With that blows my mind. Yep, I was very surprised to not see him as a finalist for Walter Camp. Or, I was stunned. Or stunned. Absolutely insane. Are you guys nuts? <laughs> now, though, no, just a quick little, quick little thing here. Walter Camp's only ten years old. Yes. Like that's not a you know that's not a that's a new thing. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get into the All State game. Yeah, I, it's, it's cool they pick, do the brunch. It's, it's pretty cool. It's they do a better job with the presentation than we do. <laughs> I like our cards. Yeah. <laughs> We don't have a big banquet at the Omni. Or, sorry, yeah, it's like a breakfast banquet where the Heisman Trophy winner shows up. <laughs> we yeah. had last year, we had a, a what's the name? We had a, a, Baker Mayfield was down at the Omni in New Haven this time last year, taking pictures of everybody. And, uh, you know, and that's great. So if you make Walter Camp, man, you are in for it. You are in for a great time. You're going to be down at breakfast. It's going to be great. If you live up in Killingly, well... <laughs> You need to get up at like seven o'clock, or not seven. You need to get up at like five o'clock in the morning to get down here for that. But uh, it's really cool, and I'm just shocked that that they didn't t- they didn't even put Mosey on the list. I think it's insane. I think it's insane. 
I don't know how they, I don't know how they, I don't want to go in on them too much because look again, we probably made someone that people are like, you guys are nuts. So yeah, you can do that with every team, but that's, that particularly to me was like, pfft, come on. Well, this is something interesting as well. So Sean, what was the first year you picked the All-State team? for? The first year I got involved and picked the New Haven Register All-State team was 2013. Okay, 2013, and the player of the year was, excuse me, Arkel Newsom. Arkel, right. Pretty Second solid. time he had, he had gotten it. Yes. Then this is where it gets interesting, and please please follow along. Yeah. 2014, player of the year was defensive end and probably former first or second round pick, Zach Probably going to be a first round pick. Yep. I re- quick on him. I remember going, did we screw that up? No, did- I remember telling you that. That he was the player, and you nailed right. it. Right. This is when Pete was a peon in the in the uh, right. in the in the production department. That's right. He was like getting us coffee. <laughs> hey guys, here's <laughs> or, what or, I would pick for first or team. Or filling in, or filling in for photos, and you guys end up a photographer. Hey, hey guys, <laughs> here's what I think should be first team all state. Yeah, get out of here, kid. Oh, anyway, well, they but picked him. but look at you now. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so Zach well, I remember. Allen, well, that was the year of um, Mark Piccarillo. Yes, Mark Piccarello and Jason Rose were the two quarterbacks on the All-State team. Right, which was a big, ugh, we, yeah. had a, we had to pick two quarterbacks, and I didn't want to do, ever do that again. But Piccarello was so good that year. So anyway. follow along. Zach Allen, Player of the Year 2014. Zach Allen becomes the first player since Tony Ortiz from Crosby, who played at Nebraska, won two national championships with Tom Osborne, won the MVP for their defensive play. Zach right. Allen was 14. Now, Tony Ortiz. Now, he was son, the first. Hold on a second. Zach Allen was the first. First one since 1994. Wow. According to Mike Pucci's story on Zach Allen. I did not know. Yeah. No, he's so, right. He's right. So, and Tony Ortiz's son then played for Gilbert Northwestern. Okay. So, Tony Sorry. Ortiz was was the, was a defensive player. He was play- a linebacker. Oh, Right. Def- we didn't start Defensive Player of the Years until around that time. Well, okay. We so, didn't start Player of the so Years. For the, so from 94 to 14, 2014, no defensive, no players were okay. picked for their defensive prowess, okay. as Mike okay. put it. Then 2015, Player of the Year, Mark Ivanchek from Darien, yeah. defensive player. Then in 2016, the Player of the Year was Ben Mason. Oh, my God. Now, Ben played running back as well as linebacker, made the team as a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's playing fullback at Michigan right now. Mm-hmm. Right then, seventeen. Kyle Godfrey, running back. But he was. But you really liked the way he played defensive back, right? And now he returned. He was a threat to return a touchdown exactly. every game. And then two thousand and seventeen, Mosey BC. Defensive That's insane! Back. Oh my god! You have picked. Sean is all over defense on these teams, and rightfully so. I mean, look, you look at the list, and you can make arguments. Like, well, it could have been this kid. Could have been this kid. But the picks aren't bad picks. No. No. And like you know, Mark, you know, obviously Zach Allen's going to. I think first or second round pick in the NFL draft. Mark Vancheck was broke Dwight Freeney's sack record. Ben Mason's playing at Michigan. That's insane. That's insane that you think about that. So we didn't have the New Haven Register did not have a defensive player as player of the year for like fifteen years. Twenty. It was twenty years. Twenty years. Twenty years. Sorry, twenty years. And then we've had and you've what? Picked five out of the five last six. five Something out of the last six. Something like if that. I had picked Lockwood last year. He still, you could have argued, is a defensive guy as well, even though he made it as a running back. So. Yeah. But we have the Godfrey listed as a DB, right? Yes, you do. So technically, that's a defensive so Technically, player. if you look at the list from 14 on. Wow, that's insane. From 2014 on, every, your second year on, you've that's picked insane. defensive players as the MVP. That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, the Zach Allen pack pick, I remember being really conflicted about because – and Walter Camp went with Piccarello yeah. that year. And I was like, ah, I wish I had pulled that trigger. You know, I wish I had done that. 
couldn't couldn't make that. I mean, he, he was clearly clearly Piccarella was clearly a player of the year. Yes. Um, and he was f- first team for us, but we went with Zach Allen. I just remember being a little apprehensive of it. I'm really glad about that pick now. I'm glad, I'm glad you did too. <laughs> because it would I mean, he's going to be a first round draft pick, which is great. Congrats, Zach. Too oh. bad we didn't get to see him in that bowl game. Yeah, well, hopefully, fingers crossed. You know, Even though the bowl game well. only lasted a quarter. <laughs> yeah, he didn't miss much anyway. Bulls All stink. Right. So then uh, the rest <coughs> of the defensive line, because we spent a lot of time oh, yeah, on yeah. Right. Rosie, rightfully so. Ben Corniello. Monster. A stud. <laughs> I mean, uh, 11 and a half sacks. He's only a junior. Just an absolute, just caused chaos. Again, you had to look where he was on the field when you lined up every single time because if you're not, he was going to burn. He was the Richard Dent of the hand defense, which is like the 85 Bears. He was just he was just a, a bulldozer. Yeah. And he had help. Yeah. Obviously, Jack Flanagan, Jack Flanagan on the other side. Now, Corniello made first-team offensive line because he's on Walter Camp because he's a junior. I think that's kind of like how they were doing it. Which I uh, that's my I think Ben I think I think Ben was Ben well I mean Dave Mastriani said he was their best player on the team this yeah. year absolutely period stuff. full stop absolutely Jack Flanagan great on the yeah. defensive line you could have put him here and put Ben on the ben offensive line here but Ben just 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 look at him now and, uh, he's only he's only what, six two he's only only six two as you and I sit here like average height of like five seven yeah. <laughs> And so I'm like to Dave Master, I'm like, Coach, you know, what, what's his prospects like? And uh, you know, looking at Ivy League, I'm like, what are you kidding me? Hey man, you go to an Ivy League school. He's I not going to be that. a D lineman, like, uh, but man, look at it. he's he's flexing, he's showing the guns on the uh, on the in this uh, card. Yeah, the kid, I mean, the the, anyway. one, the one time I got to see him play, you noticed him immediately. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's back. He's back. He's going to lead the team this next year. Look out. Him and Phoenix Billings, their best offensive and defensive players, oh. are back. Hands that's number a, one. That's a podcast for another time. Hands number one. Um, Jackson. Uh, Jackson Mitchell. This is an ama- this is great. How about this? Okay. Kid's going to. Going to UConn. He's yep. the lone UConn guy on the first team. I, I don't know. I don't think any other guys are going to UConn. Anyway, whatever. No, no big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, UConn's got, got, got a, a lot of things they got to figure out. So, <laughs> But Jackson, listen, this is great about Jackson Mitchell. Jackson Mitchell made it last year as slam dunk wide receiver, best wide receiver in the state. They didn't have the they didn't have the pass game this year, and you know guys doubled them on, on the on the offensive side. They tripled. They made sure that he did not get the ball, and they, and they made it because they didn't have the other guys around him. Yep. That's why. So so what did he do? They put him on a defensive. Now he was a if I remember correct, he was a deep. He was a linebacker last year. I believe so. And then they put him on the defensive line. He had fourteen. <laughs> he had fourteen and a half sacks. He's thirteen for a loss. He had fourteen and a half sacks. You know how many he had for his career? Fifteen and a half. Oh my god. <laughs> he just look. The he did whatever them. it took, whatever his team needed him to do. The best play. If you go look at his his video, every every play, first team player has a video on this team to kind yeah. of give you an go idea. Go over to our website. Game time. Go to our website. Yeah. So anyway, but but Jackson missed the best play he made was the one, and and they sent it to me just. And I didn't hear anything. All I said was, just check this out. And he jumped up. I think it was against Ward. Jumped up and picked off the pass and then ran for a touchdown at defensive line. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. See, see, coaches send throughout the year send me, like, huddle clips. Yeah. Just to be like, just so you know. Yeah. Just p- put a bug in my ear, which I'm not going to lie. does help. Yeah. If you want a jockey, jockey. Um, Let me know. Just put a bug in my. Don't bug me too much. <laughs> don't bug us too much. You know, 
You want to talk to Pete? You think Pete's going to have a little more influence on that pick? Then go ahead. But anyway, that's what happened. They gave me that pick. I thought it was great. Jackson, he's good. uh, Obviously a good player. He was all state. He was the Super 26 for the coaches. Walter Camp, USA Today, Defensive Player of the Year for the state of Connecticut. Yeah, that was Um, interesting. That was an interesting pick. But, you know, look for a kid who was just, you knew he probably wasn't going to have the same impact offensively as he had had in years past. Really focused on his defense, made him a better player, and I spoke to him at the All-State Photos, and I believe he is going to be playing linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, I, then, that's not a bad – That's an, it's, an, it's an unconventional pick unless you're USA Today and you're like, well, where's the best player going? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I'm still looking at that. Yeah. That's, it's an interesting – I'm not saying he's not great. I mean, yeah. Um, I, it's interesting. I mean, he went from deep. He, that's the one thing you could say about Jackson. He went from receiver, excelled at receiver, didn't excel like he only caught like a handful of touchdown passes this year. I think he only caught. He like had five. nothing like the season he had last year as receiver. And I remember going like, remember being like mid season. I had not and I did not see Richfield all year. I did. I remember seeing mid season going like, wow, is Jackson Mitchell gonna make it? Yeah. And then I then I got that clip, and then I saw the stats. I'm like, oh yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> so in that that regard, you can say like, hey, listen, I mean, he the kid was a beast. Yeah. And he excelled in one position each year. Yep. That's crazy. And then uh, over filling out the defensive line, might have the best nickname in the entire yeah. state. Whopper. Uh, Jermaine Whopper Williams from St. Joe's. Yeah. Now look, we talk about numbers having an important part of the process. Mm-hmm. His look, he had 35 tackles, 14 solo, 10 for a loss, yeah. four and a half sacks, had 11 hurts. His numbers aren't jumping off the map. Well, it, most you, defensive ends, um, defensive tackles, he's a D tackle or a nose guard. You stuff, you stuff, you take up space, you pick up two or three guys, and you let the other guys run free. Yeah. And he stops the run. He was awesome this year. Just <laughs> absolutely incredible. You're watching the highlights. You go back. I'm watching highlights for the games that I shot of St. Joe's, and like, maybe you don't notice him unless you're looking for him. But then all of a sudden, you look and you find that 78, and you're pushing people around. He's taking two or three linemen. I watched. Yeah, grabbing, I, grabbing the guy with another arm. I was like, down. I was like, I was a little skeptical. I was like, ah, stats are just not there. And then I watched like the Darian film. You have like double teams every, yeah. every play. Yeah, every play. You got to account for that. If you have to count, if your guy's sucking up two tackle, uh, two you know, guard and a tackle every time that you know you pass rush or you're, you're running the ball, you know you gotta get two guys on him. I mean, he's a big, big kid, five foot ten, three hundred, junior. Um, you know, and he uh, he did, he played great. They're, they're, the Saint Joe was ho- so hard to pick because they their top guys like uh, all like Ace Lizetti. Um, who else? Uh, uh, oh, Pass Meg. You know, they're, their team kind of transformed throughout the year. A different guy stepped A different, up. The, guy, the, the guys who you thought were going to lead the team early in the year weren't the same guys at the end of the year, at least from, from an outsider's perspective. Yeah. Um, so they were really tough. To, they had the most players on the team, St. Joe, but they, leading off with us. So, I mean, their defense, St. Joe's defense, Unbelievable. was really good this year. Right. I, know, I know Darian scored 20-something on them. But with a shutdown Berlin like that in the final. You look at the three of the four teams on the state titles. You look at Granite, you look at Hand, and you look at St. Joe's. Yeah. All three of their defenses averaged yeah. less than like seven points a game against. Yep. So anyway, Whopper. Whopper. So we went, yeah, we, we looked at that and uh, we were just like, eh. The kid's a stud. Yeah. Um, 
And then the linebackers. So I actually, I mean, the linebacker. I like our linebacker. I mean, look, I love our whole team. So I, you know, I don't want to get you. Too you're long. a huge fan of our. I love our team. <laughs> someone, someone asked Pete. Pete, he was asking Pete why he picked this guy or this guy. Oh, Did, uh, the person asked. He's like, I'm sure you've been getting some flack. You know, and Pete's like, no, no, because we 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 killed it. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Pete. Dial I said, it back. I said, no, we haven't heard anything because we absolutely killed it. <laughs> Stay humble, Pete. Stay humble. Uh, anyway. But our first linebacker, <clears throat> this is a kid, you know, changed position in the middle of the year to kind of shake things up. Leader, great player, uh, Garrett Braden from New Canaan. Yeah, going to Rice. Going to Rice. I thought he was their best defensive player overall. And when they moved him to more of a pass rushing Position on the field, whether it's at linebacker or DN, that's yeah, when that the helps. New Canaan dare, uh, the New Canaan defense really kind of turned it on. Yeah, he did a. He was a pure defensive guy, um, and he's just a presence. You saw where he was in the field. Saw number one. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are a lot of New Canaan guys on here, um, and they didn't win a state championship. Yeah, which they got is to the double L final, right? Though. They did, they did, and they were they lost Greenwich twice. The other time uh, they lost St. Joseph, right? Nope. So that's they lost to three state it. champions, right? Well, three games to two state champions. But other than that, they beat everybody else up. Yeah. They didn't beat New Canaan. I mean, sorry, Darien badly. But no. uh, after that, that weird though. But they were like, it was like if you put like New Canaan in L, uh, well, they would have faced hand. I think New Canaan was like, what would, would they end up finish three? Five. Yeah, five. Who was three? Oh, they oh were St. Joe was they three. Were four. Four. Right. Four. Okay, there you go. Bloomfield was five, which Yuck. is fine. <laughs> Catch Pete on uh, CT Sports now. We have issues, we have issues because uh, he goes in on that. Did, if they did, they they uh, they took in the new year with me. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Garrett, Garrett Braden, listen, he was a presence, and you know, one of the consistent. There are two guys on that team who are the most consistent guys, and it was uh, Garrett Braden and uh, Quentin O'Connell yep. um, on that team, and the rest of the guys had. It took a little while for them to get going. Yeah. Um, there was a so. lot of hype surrounding that team this year. Connor Fay, linebacker, second straight uh, year with, uh, of Darian. Darian, not who they we thought they were. <laughs> Look, that D- Darian season, we we were like, oh well, you know, they, they lost a lot of guys, but Darian, you know, the defense will play well. The offense will catch up, and the offense never caught nah, up. Yeah, never caught up. And uh, you know, the defense played absolutely unbelievable for the majority of the for season. Most of the season, yeah. Um, and Connor Fay was the best player on that team. You know, second year in a row. Second year in a row. Just a absolute beast. Um, you know, looking probably looking somewhere Ivy, I guess. Uh, yeah, what is he? Seventy nine total tackles, seventeen for a loss, two and a half sacks, four passes defended. Blah 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 blah. I mean, listen, Connor Fay needs to be on the team. He's a dude. Yeah, he is a dude. Actually, speaking of dudes, this is the number one dude. Oh, this is Pete's boy. Yes, my boy. This could be. You know what? I'm looking at Jack right now. You guys could be like cousins. That's why I think you guys, uh-huh. you guys so are the, both aren't, you know, blowing you with the blowing the stat line. The, or you guys Jack, are, you guys are getting looked at when you guys go on the roller coaster. Jack Fada <laughs> led Greenwich with tackles this year, 127, five and a half sacks. Quick, he had quick, three picks. I was there for two of them. Quick, you were there for two picks. He got two picks against Ludlow. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Quick thing on tackles, like uh, some teams are really generous with tackles. Oh yeah. And other team, other other teams that are really stingy with tackles. Yeah, you need to have like a tackle calibration thing. Yeah. So well, you th- to see a team. I think most of the time, I think I think the teams where there's like the there's a guy he has a hundred tackles and then it goes from there. 
other than the state, you know, finals, or, or sorry, this playoffs, I think that's you have to calibrate it that way. I yeah. Guess. Well, I, like this is Greenwich, a, a school and a program with digital down markers on the field. I'm sure <laughs> they. I'm sure they have some guy. No, I think Greenwich is fine. Stacks, who keeps uh, attacking? Anyway, so Jack is uh, third linebacker on the team. He was all state and everything uh, else. Super. He was great last year. Camp. He was great this year. Um, yeah, that is easy pick for for linebacker there. And then the final pick for the linebackers, Sean's boy, awesome kid, Cade Claridis Dietra. Claridis Dietra. Clarida Dietra. <laughs> I can't even say. Well, I'm from Woodbridge, so I know how to pronounce um, the Claridis. And uh, we used to go to Cade was NVL best player in the NVL this year. Um, I'll be talking yeah, this is this is the six foot one, two hundred twenty five pounds. He's been looking at Ivy League schools. Um, you know, he was uh, listen. You knew this kid was serious when you saw him. You go. I think he was good for at least one pile drive of a kid on a tackle a, a game. game. <laughs> he did it to Alex Ward of Holy Cross. I think he, he did it to one of the the Naugatuck kids. Kid's an absolute monster. C, you know, Seymour only went six and four, uh, but you could not you could not miss number fifty eight on defense. Every time we were at a game, somebody was like, "Wow, that kid's got a motor." He is a stopper and a half. You know, you had to, you had to account for him somehow. Yep. And uh, I thought that was a, a pretty easy pick. I'm glad uh, Walter Camp and the other ones uh, agreed with me on that one. Um, speaking of which, uh, NVL, if you guys want to send us your all all <laughs> NVL team teams teams, yeah, the brass copper. If you want to send it, please email me Sean Patrick or yeah. Sean dot at Hearst Media CT. Guys, NVL, get the team out. Get something. Send I mean, it to team, somebody look, who wants to publish there. it. The team is there, obviously. Jeez. Um, anyway, he's first. He was definitely in my. I'm like, were you first team NVL? You must have been right. He goes, oh yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Super we don't 26. Have... Walter Camp first team. Yeah. Uh, all yeah, yeah, Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Next. Go over to the DBs. Okay. Now this. Here we go. This is Tron and I were talking about this yesterday. This got me a little heated. Yep. Um, our. Well, these, by, when I go first, second, this is just in alphabetical order. Where That's how Sean put the team together in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. It's not by like by choice. But Ian Butler, second year in a row, first team All-State, New Haven Register. Yet he made nothing else. No, I no, you know what? I think I'm wrong on that. I think he made Walter Camp. I think he made Walter Camp. I got to look at it. <laughs> Uh, I think I did. He did. He, he did, did make Walter Camp. All right. Well, Sean got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, he didn't make Coaches All State. No. Not even L. Didn't make. See, the Coaches All State is the baseline. Like, Coaches All State is basically done by a vote of co- coaches sent in a ballot of players and they tally up all the ballots. That's how they do that. Um, and every coach is, tri- is represented ostensibly. Um, Ian Butler didn't make first team, it didn't make All State. Connecticut High School Coaches no. Association, which is he didn't make silly. he didn't make the Super Twenty Six. He didn't make Class L. Guy had three picks for touchdowns this year. Yeah, all in the end of the year. Listen, he didn't have the the eight t- whatever it was seven touchdowns. Yeah, he had because the year they ago. weren't throwing the ball. To right. Him. When because, the kid makes nine interceptions the year before, you don't go back and throw the ball at him ten right. times a game. That coaches year. were uh, coaches were trying to uh, avoid him. Yes, and rightfully so because when you did throw the ball to him, you didn't get it back. No. He had three interceptions for touchdowns, which is ridiculous. I, actually, I think four might be the record in a season. I think or Ben Mason had like four in a season or something like that, or four for his career. It's not easy to do. No. Uh, I got to look that up as we move to the next one. But uh, 
three. Listen, he was one of the best defensive backs in yeah. the state last two years. Easily. Right. Easily. And he played a little receiver, too. Caught for, oh, yeah. Uh, caught 19 passes for 400 yards. Hey, any, any, every little bit of hell. Ian Butler clearly my best player. I don't know how he didn't make it. And um, yeah, another cornerback or another DB beyond the team, Victor Marquez. From your Malone, boy. My boy. Uh, best player on the Clash L final Spart- finalist Spartans. Um, look, the kid was just an – he was a stud. Like he had great defensive numbers. I think he had close to 100 tackles. He had yep. three picks himself. But he was an uh, one of the better receivers in the state, and this is how we talk about when you look at a kid, you see what they do on both sides of the ball, and you're like, we need to find a spot on this kid, yep. on this team for this kid. Mm-hmm. He caught 74 passes, 1,100 yards, 16 touchdowns, and he finished his career with 181 catches, which I think is top five in state history. It might be, yeah. I think it's around there, yeah. Um, he was all CCC, Super 26 for yep. the coaches, Walter Camp, USA Today. He was everything. He he was the Maloney offense. He he took a first a first year starting quarterback in Elliott Good, who had never started a game to the beginning of his senior year, first game senior year. He you know, Elliott threw thirty plus touchdowns and I'm not saying that Elliott didn't have a great year. Elliott did have a great year. He's on the honorable mentions. But when you have a receiver like Victor Marquez, that does make life a lot easier. Yep. Uh, and he was a the big reason why Maloney got to where they got this year in you know, a spot in the finals where they uh where they faced off against Hand even in the the, uh, the semifinal game against Platt when there he had two touchdowns he had a yeah. touchdown the first time they played Platt he had, he played really well in the Middletown game you know he just he was an overall one of the best players in the state this yep year. pretty easy pick there yep I think and he was consensus so that's good and moving on to uh, our other defensive back uh, this listen I'm a little disappointed we had to put this guy defensive back yeah I'm a little disappointed about that we could not get this kid on. And also get Phoenix Billing on unless this kid played defensive back because Phoenix Billings did not play defensive back. Yep. So that was the compromise you made. You were like, well, where do we put Raekwon Tompkins? The kid, as Pete has told you a hundred times over, had ridiculous numbers. Just ridiculous numbers. It was like watching, you look at his, it was like playing Madden. Oh, God. His vi- he was in, if they had made the playoffs and maybe won a game, which is really tough in double L, I mean, he was, he's up there. He was, he, he's he was a guy, in consideration for player of the year. He was in consideration for player of the year. Uh, and I'm shocked that he also didn't get as, as much. I mean, listen, he I was, think I think he made all losing, the teams. He did make all the teams, but in having conversations with people, it was kind of like he was so hot at the beginning of the season, and they were 6-0 and or whatever it was right. to start the year, and then they lost to Southington in the close one, and then they got absolutely blown out by – New Britain. New Britain. <laughs> the next week. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they were 8-2. and two, Took and a little shine off it. They needed New Canaan to lose to Darien to get into the playoffs, and New Canaan won. It's hard then, to pick a player of the year if you don't go to the playoffs. Yeah, but I just think that a lot of people just kind of forgot about East Hartford. Yeah, oh, no, I, I totally agree And uh, I think that kind of hurt him. I mean, his numbers were stupid. He he threw for 1,700 yards, rushed for another 1,200. He was um, turning a uh, heck of he, a lot he of kicks. Threw, he threw for 21 touchdowns. He rushed for 26 I mean, the kid was. Oh yeah. Even defensively, he, he accounted for tackles. fifty touchdowns this yeah. year. Yeah, he had three interceptions. I mean, three interceptions. Yeah. All right, kid, listen, listen. Top. He's he's one of the. He was one. You want to talk about top players in state? Moses BC, Phoenix Billings, Raycon Tompkins. Yeah. I think you start with that. That's the that's the beginning of the conversation. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, final final D back. 
Um, this kid was just a straight up D back, straight up, straight up D back. We need to have at least two of these guys. We have we have Butler, Butler and then we have this guy. And who Ryan, I didn't think about making him as a D back until you looked at his numbers, until you looked at what Granich did defensively. I mean, Granich needed some guys on this team. They needed some guys on the first team, and then there are reasons why. Like it's the old thing: is is it team success, or is it individuals that make the team? You know, so it's Ryan, a little combination of both. Yeah. So his name is Ryan Raybuck. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He had six interceptions. He had eleven. Which is one of the best in, in the state in thirteen games. He led a, a D back uh, defensive back core that defensive back core defensive secondary that our our, co- our uh, colleague Dave uh, Fierro wrote before the the playoffs that like they just didn't like giving up the big play. Like they took if you read the story, like I, I forgot who said what, but they like took offense. If anybody had like a pass longer than like fifteen yards yeah. against them, like they they took it personal. They didn't like it. They 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 just took offense to it. They took offense to other teams' success. There were only a couple times that happened too. I think yeah. it was like Greenwich. Uh, sorry, the New Canyon game twice, and I think Ludlow bit him early. Ludlow had a touchdown really early in the game. Uh, it was happened so quick that I actually missed it. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. But. Um, but six interceptions is no joke. He had one for an interception for, for touchdown only happening in the first game against Trumbull. 51 tackles, 34 solo. I mean, this six foot three, 108 pounds. A big boy. There, you know, you, I saw, you know, he made a huge play in the first day at New Canaan game, well, fourth down. They could have, you know, he, he basically he batted away a pass where they were trying to get it to O'Connell or whoever it was, and he batted away a pass to, to on fourth down to, to – Turn it over for uh, New New Cannon, and then they went right back down and scored. So I think it was twenty-one nothing. And I think he actually, I think Ryan had an interception in that game that he should have taken back for a touchdown. I believe it was him. I don't remember off the top of my head now, but I think he, he there was a game he should have had it back for, but they blew the whistle. Oh well. <laughs> and then uh, the final spot on the eighty-seventh, uh, New Haven Register All-State Football Team Luke Kirby yeah. from Saint Joe's, the punter. Um, I mean, he he had a special place in my in my thoughts this year when he when he had the punt against oh. Buchanan, landed on the one, and then did the archery mm-hmm. celebration. I was like, I oh like, yeah, Pete that's a dude. That's I how like you get. That. That's how. That's, that's absolutely how you. Coaches can send me clips, but if you're a player, you wanna you wanna lobby Pete for a spot on the first team. I'll, I'll do something cool. Yeah, celebration. I'm a big celebration guy. Yeah, you know, classy, fun. But, uh, yeah, do know. something out of the way. Like you want to impress Pete, man. You gotta, you gotta do something cool. Look, St. Joe scored a lot of touchdowns. They didn't punt really often, but when they had to, Kirby made a count: eighteen punts, six hundred and eighty-nine yards. That was average of over forty yards per punt. Of over forty yards per punt, which I again, uh, I believe that leads the state. Yes. Um, he uh, kicked seventy-three of seventy-five extra points. Right, and he had seventy-three. Right. Seventy-three of seventy-five. Right, but I think he had, like, at one point he had, like, 70 straight or something yeah. like that. He made all 10 extra points in the Class M finals against Berlin, which is a school. 10 for 10. 10 <laughs> for 10. Uh, and he was, you know, first team, everything else. I mean, he he had his kickoff duties taken away from him, but not not because he wasn't good at it, but because the other kid was just booming it. You know, usually sometimes yeah. you have a guy who just booms it. Yep. But so, um, but listen, he was one of the top two kickers, uh, place kickers in the state. We could have made... Luke Kirby, our first team kicker, didn't doesn't really matter, um, you know. And we need, it made sense to put a guy from St. Joe here. They mean he never missed, just never missed. Nope. So um, that is the uh, 
Any well, thoughts on unless this it was team? a field goal. <laughs> any any thoughts on this team, Sean? Uh, I, I I like this team better than I like last year's team. It's sometimes it depends on how I walk away from it. It's so hard to do, and you want to get it right so badly. Yeah. Um, you, you just really want to get it, and it's just you never ever you know even you and I could sit here and go like, wow, this team is it. This is legit. And, you know, and I, but there are some arguments to be made that that maybe we missed a few things. Yeah, you know, maybe we missed a few players. Um, if you're going to argue with me, like this guy should have been honorable mention, and this guy, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of the rest of the teams, we're just going to go through these quickly because. Uh, well, well, let me let's break it down here. Let's yeah. break it down real quick here. I got I got I had to pull it up. All right. Well, so thanks to uh, Josh C, who actually did our dirty work for us here. Uh, let's take a look. So, there's 48 schools are on on this on the, the entire list. Oh. The CCC, which is 32 schools, had 29 players. The FCAC, though, with only 17 schools, had 27 players. They were clearly the best conference at the FCAC. They have two state champions, and one of the others was a finalist. Uh, so they're right there with 27 representatives. SEC, not great this year. They had the third most, though, still top, you know, league, top, top league in the state. They had 20. Then you kind of get into the other ones. The NVL had seven representatives. The SWC only six. I was a little surprised by that. There were not some. They were just not some great. There, I think Newtown was it, and then they kind of. Then after Pinnell, kind of fell off. Um, and Brookfield, I should say. Um, the ECC had five. The Pequot had eight. Let me go back a little bit. So and Pequot had eight. They're they're big league. Uh, NVL had seven. SWC had six. ECC had five. And the CTC had two. St. Joseph led the way for teams with nine selections. Now, there are 104 overall spots. That, so that's 26 times four. And the honorable, mention, honorable mentions aren't by position. So anyway, so St. Joe had nine. Greenwich had eight. Hand had seven. New Canaan had five. Berlin, four. Shelton, four. What did Bloomfield have? Three? What did Bloom, the S champion, what did they end up with? I think three, right? Yeah. Which well, might be a little long. There, you know, there's other guys in that team that are probably like, what about me? What about me? Uh, we'll just run through the second and third team. I don't know if I mentioned really quick. We're not going to get too in-depth with them because we've been on for a very long time. But um, second team, quarterback David Summers, St. Joe's, running backs, Terrence Bogan from Sheen, Colin McCabe from Hand, receivers, Will Diamantis from St. Joe's, Finn Duran from Prep, and Nick Wright from Cromwell, Portland. Mm -hmm. Offensive linemen, Jack Connolly from New Canaan, Matt Phelan from Southington, Sam McCarthy from Southington. I think I said Matt Phelan from Killingly, not Southington. <laughs> William Keating from Darien, Jack McBriarity. I can't pronounce that. From McBrady. McBrady from Greenwich. Uh, athlete Cal Redman from Ram. And kicker, Sean's favorite name. How do you pronounce it? Luke DeSaulnier. I got it now. From Killingly, over on the defensive side, Zach Rubiak, Berlin, George Harrington, Staples, Mike Morrissey, St. Joe's, Nazia, Harriet. Mm -hmm. From Killingly, that's the defensive line. Linebackers, Marco Scarano, Berlin. Berlin, sophomore. Hey, that kid was an absolute stud. Jack Carr, <laughs> Shelton, Nick Henderson, Brookfield, Toby Callender, HK, DB, Zach Kosolowski Kozlowski. from Kozlowski from Naugatuck, Joe Paget, Newtown. Not a lot. Before you go on, yeah. lot of, not a lot of new uh, Naugatuck love. Not a lot of NVL love. Not a lot of NVL love at all. It wasn't a great league. No. Naugatuck. Probably was a little overrated. <laughs> actually, actually, let me start over. They were overrated all year for the most part, just the way their season ended. However, 
Zach Kodlowski was their best player, yes. I thought. <laughs> Sean's boy. He, he made some um, – every game I saw, he made some amazing plays. Uh, um, turned the Seymour game around. But, like, I was a little shocked. I think Nogatok needed some love here, and yeah, he's one of them. Absolutely. Paget Newtown. Joe, Joe Paget Newtown, Jason O'Brien Valley. Another guy. Regional Old Who got snubbed in yep. the All-State Co- Coaches Association. Yep. He needed – Jason O'Brien was, a, was one of the best players in Pequot. He needed to be on – first of all, he needs to be All-State. Um, that's number one. I, I don't know how the heck that he wasn't. Uh, and I'm glad he's on our team, second team. Uh, rounding out the DBs, Colton Engel from Stafford. Oh, an all-time Co-op, player. All-time Pequot player. Uh, arguably the best player on their team this year. And at punter, Nick Andretti from Shelton. That kid, Andrade. That kid's Andrade. good. Andrade. Andrade. Kid's good. That's what he said. Uh, just quick, uh, all these guys, you look. there are some names there. You're like, wow, wow. Wow, how is that guy not first team? How's that guy not first team? And uh, the answer is, it they could have been. Yeah. You know, it just came down to who we were trying to fit, and on, it, that's that's but really what it comes down it's to. It's a good thing, though, when you look at it, and it's like that's how talented Connecticut. Uh, look, our third-team quarterback is going to Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that says what it says about David Summers, our second-team quarterback, is going to Maryland. Yeah. As far like, as we know. Um, so a month away from the, the signing day here. The beginning of the third team quarterback, Drew Pine, New Cannon yep. Jr. Uh, running backs, Jaden Sheardon from St. Joe, Shaquem Harmon from Ansonia, Tyson Camizio from Greenwich. Who people thought we had a little low. Yeah. You know, he was a first, was he first team Walter Camp? Uh, he was on Walter Camp. He was first team Walter Camp. Uh, he was a coaches association player. I don't yeah. believe he was a Super 26. Was no, he, he not? Wasn't. No, he, was no he wasn't. He was double L. Uh, we actually discussed this with. Tyson. <laughs> yes. He was, we were, because he was, he was with all his Greenwich kids who were getting their picture and their videos done. And he was like, oh, where am I? And they were like, ah, we're, we're, we're still figuring that out. He didn't care. He didn't care. Well, the, the, the players turned to him and goes, dude, you missed a couple games. Yeah. And look, the, 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 look, it's a blessing and a curse with Greenwich when you look at, when you look at what they were able to do this year. Different receivers every game, different running backs every game. They, yeah, they didn't. They didn't need someone to just do everything. The only guy who is on offense. There's so many guys on offense in any given day with somebody new. Yeah, they because Greenwich was so versatile. It kind of, in our estimation, it kind of hurt everybody yeah. else's prospects. Once you got past Gavin Muir, yeah. Well, Gavin Muir was a guy. He was there every single game, yep. and he was the guy. The reason why, but you know, one 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 week it's Stephen Bennett, one week it's uh, Lance Large, another week it's uh, Tyson Camizio, and the other is AJ Barber. AJ Barber in the championship game. AJ Barber in week the one. Grand, week one. Week one. Against, I think he had three touchdowns. Yeah, and then I, you didn't hear from. And him. you didn't hear from him again. So I, I mean, you know, Tyson Camizio is going to Penn, where his dad went. Yeah. Um, that was a f- first team All State player uh, on this list. Tyson never quite cracked the list for us, and I think he, you know, people are like, well, he's he is good. He is a first-team caliber talent. No. Um, you they, know. Didn't, they didn't need him to be they that didn't, every no. play guy. And again, it's a blessing because John had so many weapons at his disposal, but it's also a curse because when We're you try- look at it and you're yeah. like, you look at his numbers compared to someone else, and it's like, well, he missed some time, but he didn't. You know, look, he's it, a great player. If if if, if Tyson uh, uh, if Tyson had the number or if he had been the feature guy, he would have been a first-team player. He's a, so why that's why that's why you need to kind of like dial back. All right, you didn't make first team. Let's say yeah. some of these some of these other players, or you didn't make. If you're on this list, yeah, it's you're legit. Yeah, uh, wide receivers Brian Howell from Ludlow, 
senior and Javon Massey Oof, from Bloomfield freshman. freshman. Look, we saw we we saw the kid, we saw the numbers, and as soon as we were going through the teams, we were like, we need to get him somewhere. Yeah. Kid had fifteen touchdowns this year. Yeah. He that's caught, ridiculous. He caught big touchdowns against Ansonia in the state semifinals. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't remember the last time we had a freshman on one of the team one of the first three teams. That's that's like you Ben Ben Mason was a three time sophomore first team three times. I th- actually you know what I think Nico Regani might have been on the uh, uh, I think Nico Regani might have well been a it. freshman when he I think I think Ben Mason I think he was like a second team guy or a third team guy. As a he was a three time first team guy. Right. There are only a few guys. Bobby Valentine being one of them. Who? Bobby. <laughs> Didn't he invent the rap? <laughs> Bobby Valentine's a three time, and then then. It was like you didn't see that at all. And then all of a sudden, Ben Mason and Nico Regani, they were both three times at the same time. Yeah. So and anyway. both of them were playing Big Ten football. Yeah. Both of them in the Big Ten. That's yeah. great. Um, then the offensive line on the third team, Aiden Marr from HK, Juliana Mor- Morales. Morales from New Britain, Ray Weiner from Shelton, uh, Jalen John from Platt, Trevor boys. Santiago from Maloney. Team Pete. The Ogres. The um, Ogres. Athlete Anthony Legi from Wolcott, kicker Evan Johannes from Southington. Defensive defensive line. We got two the the two, two Greenwich kids, kids, Edward Ayuteri, Emilio Camus, then Joe Digello from Digello. Digello. Why do I keep saying Digello? I did that on the phone the other it's day. Okay. And Nick Helbig from Fitch. I love Nick Helbig. I saw Joe Digello too. I I didn't. I completely forgot about him. And then he made uh, first team. I think he made no. He made like double L. I'm like, oh, that's right. Amity had a really good season, and that kid was a big part of it. Yeah. But I love Nick Helbig. He also plays in the – I think he plays in the band at halftime. Nick Helby. <laughs> Dude, I, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I saw him against New London. And he, listen, he was their best player. Uh, linebackers, Jalen Gopi. Gopi. Gopi from Waterbury Career. This is or a kid. Gopi. This is a kid, you know, NVL, Waterbury Career probably doesn't have the best season. You look at his numbers. They're five he he five. did everything for him. Yeah, there's like that one kid just like – I think all five of their wins came against uh, Waterbury teams. Oh yeah, but, something like that. Well, that's he just had the way unbelievable did. numbers this year. And, Pinball numbers. You know, you gotta give you gotta give respect to a kid who kind of does everything. Uh, Alex Halkius from boy. Berlin, Nick Dodge from North Haven, and Cold the Silva. Cold the Silva, who this is third team. Yep. Cold the Silva could have been a second team guy. That's the thing. Like it's it's just it's par- parsing. It got, it got hard. It got hard towards the end. I mean, we spent. Two and a half hours on the phone going over the second, third, and honorable mention team. Like, if I had picked Cole De Silva as a first-team linebacker, I don't think many people would have batted in. No, I. absolutely not. I think he was he was great. I think he was really good. And it says just a lot about the other guys. St. Joe was tough. St. Joe was tough. Uh, then the DBs, Kevin Dunn from Berlin. Quarterback. Uh, Julian Revis from Stafford. An all-time uh, player. Julian Banerjee from Your boy. Hand. Our boy. Fu Manchu. He was, look, this is a kid who, he was a great DB. Punt returner, kick returner, and just a flat-out leader. Yep, like that's pretty much it. absolute flat-out leader. Uh, Jake Baker from Platt, he basically did everything. Platt lost their two running backs before mm-hmm. camp even broke for the year. Yeah. He played receiver. He played running back. He played quarterback. We like those DB. players. Uh, and then the punter, Zach Hockman from Notre Dame West Haven. Kid scored 16 touchdowns this year, running back and wide receiver. Right, this is what we were talking about. And he Zach Hockman, we were, this is, so, he, so we're, we're rounding out the teams, Pete and I. And we're like looking at some of the last players to who's gonna does Zach Hawkman need to be because he made second team Walter Camp. No. And you know, like, I didn't see Notre Dame this at all this year. And then you go, like, let's take a look at the film, let's take a look at the numbers. And we're like, Well, 
He needs to be on the team somewhere. Yep. And then he had like 16 punts this year. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, we—that's how we got you on, Zach. He—he—he he, um, he, we knew he, you had to be on. We got to figure out how to get you on, and that's he it. He did a lot for the this Notre Dame West Haven team that's still kind of trying to come back to the top of the SEC. Yeah, they, they have some climb back, but Zach had a really good year. Yeah, and then the honorable mentions. We decided this year we were going to keep it to twenty-six. Yeah, some years maybe it got a little out of hand. It got way out of hand the last. Because oh, I years. wasn't a part of the selection right. committee. That's why. I um, think you need to be. In a, <laughs> you need to keep cap your all-state team. Yeah, we had we Walter Camp only does two teams. Yeah, which makes it really exclusive. Which is why you see some guys that might have been third-team players get on the second team yeah. or the first second team players get on the first team because Walter Camp is so exclusive yep. that they were they would make – I think they, I think it hurts them. Yep. Because now you're making concessions because, oh, we need this guy. Oh, we need that guy. Well. Yeah. No, it's true. So, um, but I think we need to – this is a great – I think this is a great idea. 26 teams regardless of position. That yep. allows you to get on guys who – for example, quarterback. Yep. We got one, two, three, four, five, five quarterbacks. Obviously. Right. Five quarterbacks to be on here. At that point. Oh, what's that? I got miscounted. But anyway. Whatever. With not a, There are a lot of quarterbacks here. And then there are there are people who are, what's that? Six. Six quarterbacks. There are people like, well, what about this quarterback? What about this quarterback? Well, I'm not going to make the whole team quarterbacks. Yeah. But you know what? And if you're a senior, you're gonna get you're gonna get a little bit more love. I mean, uh, granted, there might be a couple seniors here that should have got more love. And at this point, you're at the honorable mentions. And in alphabetical order, this is not ranked one to twenty six. This is just alphabetical order. Uh, Nathan, Nathaniel Barbosa Torres from Wyndham. I mean, the kid just had he had some really good games. Mm -hmm. uh, all time all time rusher for Wyndham. Uh, Kyle Barrow, Barrow from Bloomfield uh, Junior. Yep. He was. He might be. He might have been their second best defensive player behind Kaijon Butler. Yep, Kyle um, Barrow was a beast. In the uh, junior. Devin Brockmer, North Haven led the team in Look, yards. Yeah, the, North Haven didn't have like that great, you know, that singular. But the the, the two leaders of the team were Brockmer and Dodge, yep. and then they're both here. Uh, Nat Nehemi Brown from Vinyl Tech. Nehemiah for, Brown rushed for two thousand yards this year in the Tech League. Yeah, look, um, kid had a great season. Had an amazing the. the, the that's I don't care who you are I don't care where you play, um, you know that's two thousand yards two thousand yards two thousand yards. Oh. Uh, you know we like to recognize uh, even though they're not going to get a lot of love, especially tech, tech schools. Uh, we'd like to try in this part here recognize some of their accomplishments. Yeah, uh, Gabriel Bryan from Windsor. Great. Uh, yeah, he was like their most consistent guy at the end of the year. Trey Callender, uh, lineman from HK. He actually offensive lineman. He's a big boy. He threw a pass and the he threw a jump pass in the class S finals. <laughs> I, I was so close to being a touchdown, but it got dropped. I was, uh, oh, it would have been awesome. Uh, Sean's boy. I mean, this kid. You want to talk about a kid that did everything? Jacob Commander. From oh my London. god! Because everyone else got injured. Yep. You know, George, the quarterback, got hurt. He put him a quarterback. A wildcat. The, yeah. the kid just kind of like everywhere. Everywhere. It, everywhere. Not a lot of great. ECC was not great this year, and yeah. you know, but Commander, it, it was four year guy. I, yeah, this is, he needs to be on someone, yep. one of these teams. Uh, and we got Jonte Dempsey from Middletown, quarterback DB. Right, yeah, uh, I think he had seven interceptions, right? Yeah. Or something like that, six interceptions? Yep, all over the field for the Blue Dragons. Uh, Justice Fitzpatrick from Bristol Central. Again, quarterback DB combo. Did it all. Did it all. Could have been a higher, could have been on one of the higher yep. ones. but, but it, it Look, was, his team, 
they lost those two games. <laughs> they also had a couple upsets, though, too, yeah. because of him. Yep. That was the reason they beat why. They Platt. Yep. Um, but the Platt game got given back. It's not his fault. Jacob Flynn, wide receiver from Southington. I mean, this kid was a game breaker. Didn't lead the team in receptions, but he was up there. Had more yards receiving uh, by average, more touchdowns. He led the team in touchdowns. I mean, that's a dynamic offense that they run up in, in Southington every mm-hmm. year. And he was the he was the game breaker. Mm-hmm. He was the one that you gave the ball to late to, you know, if you're trying to throw the ball down the field. Uh, Elliot Good from Maloney threw for a school record, like 31 touchdowns, led Maloney to the state finals uh first year starter carson ivy linebacker old lineman from newtown mm, six four two two five two fifty five big, big boy big boy uh, he could have been he could have been up on one of the yeah. other teams you know it's so hard bryce, bryce. carsetter cromwell portland uh he threw for like 26 touchdowns according again according to max preps whatever mm-hmm. you believe in the stats second in the state in passing yards uh led the panthers to the playoffs bryce um cromwell Good season. Their two unquestioned leaders were Bryce Karstetter and Nick Wright. Yep. And Nick Wright had a ridiculous. Yep. Never played football. <laughs> Let's go back up there for a second. He's a second team receiver. He had never played organized football since uh, you know he was eleven years old. Yeah. Second team. He was he was this close to being first team All State. Like he was he was in the discussion. Nick Wright. So Brody, uh, Brody, Bryce Cars. I keep I keep doing that. Bryce Karstetter, um had had he he was great for them. And the reason why Cromwell were in the discussion for for in the playoff picture is because of Bryce Karstetter. Absolutely. Um, the running down the list the rest of the way: Jesse Lawson, linebacker from St. Joe's; Isaiah Lovell, D and uh, D lineman from Eos Smith. Kid had sixteen and a half sacks in like six games. Yeah, he missed a lot of time. He's a junior. Yeah, that was why he's on an honorable mention. He just missed most of the season. But uh, how many sacks? So like fifteen and a half, sixteen. Which and a half. is ridiculous. Uh, Mac and McDonald, hand D lineman, uh, Connor McVeigh, linebacker. Brookfield, Christ, Nabanian. Nabanian, running back, linebacker from Bennell. Nabanian, that's what it is. Um, Mike Led Bennell. Yeah, Led Bennell. They went 9 1 uh, to the playoffs. Mike Plaskin, running back, DB from Law. He missed, he only played in seven games this year. He missed the first three games of the year. He rushed for close to 1,200 yards and 16 touchdowns, and they went 6 1 in the games that he played. When he was playing, they were 6 1. That's. Yeah, I, I saw them without him. And they couldn't really move the ball. And I saw him with him, and he was the team. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Robinson, wide receiver. What a four-kick return before he got hurt. Before he got hurt. Uh, Xavier Reyes, running back from Middletown. Jake Roberts, quarterback from Shelton. Ethan Shelton. The, Jake Roberts, that's the thing. You talk about Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts, player of the year in SEC Tier 1. And it was like not even on any of the other All-State first team. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. Well, again, he was like Phoenix. Exactly. Exactly. He's not a pure quarterback, and therefore yeah. it's going to be tougher for him to be, unless he has pinball numbers. He didn't have pinball yeah. numbers like a Phoenix Billing. However, Sheldon is went. They were the top seed in Double O for a reason, you know. And this was a guy he had the ball in his hands the whole time. So yeah. Ethan Sally is Ethan Sally from Law, They're, one receiver. of their best players, one uh, of the best players in the Edith SEC. Krivka. Yep. from Woodland. Uh, they went to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs surprise year for the Hawks. And really, and they and he was their leader. 
And uh, rounding it out, Jamie Talbot from Crinnebog Valley, wide receiver, had some pretty crazy numbers. How many how many receptions? How many it was like yards? 100, 120 catches, That's like crazy. close to 1,600 yards receiving. Uh, and then the final spot, Tajay Yap, quarterback for New Britain, who did it with his legs, did it with his arm when asked upon. You know, they had an, injur- an injury to who someone he could have been an all-state Kion player Gunn. at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And Kion Gunn, who was the backfield mate of Sean Robinson, he missed – five or six games this year and Yop stepped up and and they they rallied after you know their one loss yeah Yop was just one of those guys who's just what are we going to do with this kid we need to make we we don't have a real court uh let's just he could have been a receiver he could have been a running back he uh, this I just thought he was just a presence he had just had a presence on the team he was the leader of the team I mean Robinson was a running back uh but I thought uh Taji was a leader of the team and you know a big reason why they went nine and one absolutely and uh that's it. that's it i mean this was it was a fun it was a fun process uh it was not easy no and there's um, some guys we have you're gonna leave guys are gonna be left off yeah it doesn't mean you guys aren't good or anything like that it just it just happens i mean you yeah. gotta cut it off at some point so um, um, so there are gonna be some arguments with that but we, we didn't get a lot we didn't get a lot of like complaints you killed it crushed it <laughs> didn't get a lot um anyway yeah so thanks for listening hopefully you guys listen to the end again as always go to itunes <clears throat> search game time ct subscribe give us a review five stars preferably uh or follow us on spotify just follow us everywhere please so we can keep doing these but uh for sean i'm pete and uh hopefully we'll see you guys uh in the off season we got we got some special episodes up our sleeves that we want to take a look yeah, we'll at. be at walter camp um we'll see what we're going to do but we'll be at walter camp's uh, breakfast of champions on the 12th and uh we'll you know we'll see what we can get there and uh you know maybe we'll have some in the off season stuff down the road all right guys later